WKNC Raleigh, this is DJ DiGiorno, and I'm joined here live in the studio with Jackson Scott. Why don't you say hello? Hey, what's up? Uh, Jackson Scott, for those of you who don't know, is an Asheville-based artist who just kind of exploded onto the scene. Uh, his new record, Melbourne, uh, his debut album is out now on Fat Possum. And I uh, just played a show last night with Unknown Mortal Orchestra at Cat's Cradle. Um, how do you think that went? I think it went really well. It was actually one of the best shows so far on the tour so it was nice to be able to play a good one in north carolina for sure yeah yeah it was it was a great time i i had a blast um yeah touring with those guys has been amazing just really really sick band they blow my mind pretty much every night and they're super nice dudes so yeah yeah they were really tight the whole night um so i mean are they pretty cool guys to hang out with yeah they're all pretty psychedelic in their own right for sure but um yeah, no, it's it's been a lot of fun times for sure. That's awesome. So how long has this tour been going on? Uh, we started on September 11th and toured for two weeks to uh, just get out to California because that's where our first show with Unknown Mortal Orchestra was. And so, yeah, it's been going on maybe like three and a half weeks now. We only have a week left, so... Okay, okay. And uh, is this kind of your first tour? Or? Uh, it's our first tour, like, of this size, I guess. Like, long as we've toured be, like, beyond this, it's probably, like, a week and a half, maybe. But uh, it's probably the, it's the third time we've, like, actually hit the road and toured, so. Okay, okay. Um, so you're actually from Pittsburgh, and uh, now you moved down to Asheville. How did that kind of come about? Uh, I just graduated high school and uh, was looking for college just found out about UNCA in Asheville and just seemed really perfect because I pretty much was just trying to go somewhere and play music and just have mellow time. So, yeah, it definitely worked out pretty well. Yeah, yeah, Asheville's definitely a great, great music city. Um, how, how would you kind of describe the scene for it's, people who are unfamiliar with it? It's just really, uh, it's hard to explain. It's just really kind of, I guess weird and open and like just encompasses like tons of different stuff and there's really no expectation whatsoever of like the kind of music you're supposed to make there so it's just a good place to go I guess do whatever you want to do. Okay so um you had a bit of an interesting and very immediate rise to fame uh do you want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah so I was in a band in Asheville called Sin Kitty uh we were working on an album for a while and um Pretty much, uh, I just kind of started messing around with some stuff on my own, just as a side thing, just kind of, uh, I don't know, things were taking forever with the band, just different dumb kind of tensions or whatever. Um, so I was like, all right, I'm just going to make an album on my own, just, you know, I just want to try to get it out on vinyl. It was really my biggest goal, was I just wanted to get it out on vinyl. I didn't really care if it was, you know, through some little record label or a big one, I just really wanted kind of like vinyl release. So... I uh, just pretty much, like, I, I kind of worked on it really obsessively um, for about five months, maybe. Finally, okay. I thought it was good and done, and uh, I just put it up online for free and uh, just started sending it to literally just as many people and websites and all that stuff as I could. And just, like, I was just pretty relentless with it, and... Yeah, people just started writing about it, and it just kind of blew up, and, you know, all these different labels started talking to me and stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty crazy, because you were picked up by people like Pitchfork and NPR and stuff like yeah. that. So. Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely really grateful for uh, 
just the amount of attention it's got, I guess. Um, but I think just at the end of the day, I'm just really happy I can just actually start re releasing albums. That was kind of all I really cared about. Mm -hmm. So has your record been pressed to vinyl yet? Has, has that yeah, gold reached? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, all, of, all, the, all the physical stuff, minus maybe cassette. It would have been good to come out on cassette, I guess, because I recorded it all on cassettes, but... Okay. All right. Well, uh, we'll talk about that here a little bit in a second, but why don't we go ahead and play a cut yeah, off sure. the album. Do you want to introduce uh, Evie? Yeah, sure. This is this one's called Evie. Uh, it's about Adam and Eve. I hope you like it.
WKNC Rallies, DJ DiGiorno, and uh, that song was Evie by Jackson Scott, and I'm joined here now live in the studio with him. Uh, that was off his debut album, Melbourne, that is out now on Fat Possum Records. Uh, so you said that you released this album on your own for free. Was it this album? Yeah, it was, just, it was this exact album. Um, I put it up and yeah, just sent it around. People started talking about it. Uh, Ended up taking it down right before it kind of really blew up because I kind of could tell I was getting to the point where I might be able to get it out physically. So it's kind of like, well, we'll just see what happens. And then uh, Pitchfork wrote the piece on that awful sound. Um, yeah, like real just like heavy storm of all this attention and stuff. And yeah. Yeah, was it, was it pretty much overnight? Could you kind of tell the difference when that story hit? Yeah, I mean, it was more just like it went from like it had kind of been developing for a couple weeks in terms of me kind of getting it out there a bit. Mm -hmm. And uh, there's kind of little hints, I feel like maybe that it was kind of on the verge of getting maybe bigger. But I'd say definitely after it got the pitchfork thing, it was like a flood of emails within a day from just all kinds of everything so yeah yeah that's that's insane <laughs> um so uh how, how would you describe the sound on your on your album um it's basically it's a culmination of a bunch of different stuff there's this kind of style of music uh writing music and producing music that i've been kind of developing for about a year or so well, I mean, probably even longer than that, but I started to get real serious about it when I got to college. Um, a lot of the songs with this one, though, also were kind of me just really directly trying to translate what I was kind of going through at the time. Literally just my mindset or, like, just different emotions or feelings. I was just kind of trying to put it into music kind of as, like, authentically as possible, I guess. Okay. Okay. So, um, was there was there kind of like a theme on this album or anything, or a main idea behind it? Uh, I mean, I guess you could argue there's some different themes. I think the biggest thing was pretty much I wanted wanted it to be a pretty straight, almost kind of metaphysical kind of slice of literally my current situation in life at the time I was writing it. Just in terms of I was basically living in this house with like three or four friends that um, I play music with, and we didn't have any TV or internet. It was just like a really barren but really pure kind of uh, existence. I was like super isolated from most, I mean, like I'd go to, you know, parties or whatever occasionally, but mainly I was just kind of obsessively making music. I was in a really anxious, weird state of mind for a lot of it too, so that's kind of also got translated into it, I think. Okay, so um, what would you say were some of like your influences on that album since you were kind of like cut off like that? Were there were there influences? Um, I'd say yeah. I have this habit of kind of like I kind of have this attitude that I think literally anything that I can hear, if I want to get influenced by it, I could even like if I heard like some like top ten, forty, whatever pop song, I mm -hmm. feel like I could still get something out of it. So, I don't know, there's just different stuff. I mean, definitely uh, some, like, say a good amount of just 60s psychedelic bands, like Beatles, Sid Barrett, uh, The Doors, all that kind of stuff. Um, also, different 90s bands, I guess you could say, like Pixies maybe and that kind of stuff. But as far as me, like, 
consciously thinking uh, during the album about any one artist. It was more just whatever I kind of wanted it to be, I guess. Okay. Um, so you, you mentioned it a little bit earlier how you've kind of been developing a process for writing songs over the past year or so. So what what is that process? How did you write these songs for the album? Um, I guess there's kind of there's different ways I go about it. Sometimes I'll write the song and have it like fully figured out how it's going to sound in the production process. Like um, just, you know, I don't know, sit around, start messing around with chords and just singing different melodies and seeing stuff that I like. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'd say there was also this element of, I was basically, no matter what the song was, I was trying to write like a pop song. Like, even if it was a really dark song, I still wanted it to have the structure of a pop song or kind of be like, have some element about it that was kind of poppy, just even having a really catchy melody or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You can definitely see it on, on the album. It's got a little bit of a darker feel, but there are definitely those elements of pop in there and the melodies. Um, so how did you go about recording this album? Was it was it all you on, on all the instruments that we hear, or how did that happen? Yeah, I played everything. Um, I usually would just start with a guitar track and just record pretty much the bare bones of most of the songs would be me recording guitar and then vocals straight onto a four-track uh, cassette recorder. Then I would uh, plug that into the computer, play back all the tracks into GarageBand, and just pretty much, I wouldn't really use the program for anything other than just to add tracks. I didn't really add any uh, effects. Um, they were all just through the pedals and that kind of thing. So, yeah, I just recorded it track by track. Um, and, yeah, I guess I just pretty much used it all, like, did it all to cassette. So it had this kind of really nice tape feel. But uh, ultimately just kind of converted it all into MP3. Okay. Um so on on the record you use uh kind of interesting effects on your voice. Um what what made you do that um on the record? Uh I mean, I guess if you're referring to like the pitch effects. Mm-hmm. Um I just thought it was kind of a cool sound. Um I kind of liked honestly, I just like the pure weirdness of it sometimes too like uh, I think with some songs like Sandy, I think it helped to almost make me sound more like a little kid, kind of. Um, and then some of them, I just liked it kind of for the exaggerative quality, I guess, kind of uh, like anyway, I guess. Almost was kind of like me trying to write like a cheerleader pop kind of weird kind of song like that, I guess. All right. All right. Well, why don't we go ahead and play that song? Uh, is there anything else you want to say about it real quick? Uh, I guess it's probably in my opinion the closest i got to just a pure pop song on the record so all right well here it is uh jackson scott's song anyway off his new album melbourne
WKNC Raleigh's DJ DiGiorno, and that was Anyway by Jackson Scott off his new album, Melbourne, and I'm here in the studio now with Jackson Scott. And uh, so, where did you find the toy piano? I, I think that was a toy piano, was it? Yeah, it's a mixture of, like, a, an old, like, antique, rinky-dink toy piano that's actually, like, a literal mini little yellow piano. Uh, and then it's also, like... Uh, it's one of those little electric keyboards you could buy at like a thrift store or something. Okay, yeah, yeah, I love the sound on that. Yeah. Thing. Um, so this is this is a question that we ask uh, a lot of the artists that come in for interviews here, and I'm curious to hear your answer to it. Um, so if you could describe your sound as a room, like what would the room look like? What would be in the room? Um, I guess that's a good question. Maybe like it kind of depends. Like it could be a number of things. Um. I maybe have like, wow, I really don't know. There's a number of things going through my head. Like it could, for one, it could be a pretty barren room to be totally honest because a lot of it is just me kind of totally trying to like dive off, like kind of away from my surroundings even maybe. Um, I guess there could be like, I'd say maybe it's like kind of broken down, but there's like maybe some like, uh, I really don't know, like some psychedelic things I would hope. So like maybe like a tapestry or something like that. And then okay, probably something really messed up too, like uh, just like really bad cracks in the wall or something. I don't know. Okay. All right. I, <laughs> I, I kind of get the feel you're going for. Yeah. Um, so this tour you said ends in about a week. Yeah. Um, so what plans do you have coming up after this? Well, we're going to have two weeks off. And then uh, we're going over to Europe again. We're going to tour for like a month. And uh, then I guess once that's over, I just kind of want to try to get back down to Asheville and uh, like just record another album probably. I think uh, next year probably going to do a bit more touring for Melbourne, but I'm also really trying to put out another record next year, so we'll see how it goes. Okay, um, so when you're going to be over in Europe, um, you're going to have any days off, any time to see some places? Uh, not really. I actually looked at the schedule, and there's, like, maybe two or three days tops that are off in, like, a span of, like, 28 or something. So oh, wow. It'll be pretty intense, I guess. This tour went pretty smoothly, though, so we'll see how it goes. Yeah, yeah, that's really cool. Um, so this new material that you're planning on working on, is this still going to be a solo effort or? Yeah. I mean, I might get random friends to play on certain songs if I want them to, but for the most part, I, I kind of like doing it all myself. Just like if it's under the solo project name, I guess I'm actually, uh, also possibly thinking about, well, we'll see. I, I, I've been interested in maybe like messing around writing stuff with other people at some point. So we'll see how that goes. Maybe like another band or something. I don't know. Okay. Okay. Well, um, do you, do you have any ideas for like what the sound of this new material is going to be? Is it going to yeah. be kind of similar? Or? I think it's going to be, uh, I think it'll be somewhat similar, but I'd hope maybe a bit more kind of just going farther with it. Like, uh, Kind of going deeper into whatever dimension, I guess, I'm kind of trying to go for with it. Um, it's definitely going to be a bit, I want it to be like probably a bit weirder maybe in some regards, but also just, uh, I don't know, more developed. I'm trying to decide if I should record it to four track again or just get like a reel to reel and record it to that. 
But either way, I definitely want it to be analog because I've been really obsessed with the sound. So. Okay. Well, yeah, we're we're definitely looking forward to hearing some more stuff from you. I, I know we love the new album here at the station. Yeah, for sure. Thanks. Oh, it's no problem. Well, uh, thank you for coming by. Um, it's been great talking to you. Yeah, totally. Um, really fun. Just uh, it's just been nice to get back to North Carolina. It just feels nice for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, do you have any last words for the listeners at all? Um, not really. Just uh, thanks for uh, tuning in and listening to the music and everything. And uh, yeah, I hope that hopefully I can get some more out soon. All right. Well, thanks again for coming by. And we're going to end it off here with uh, his song off his new album, Melbourne. This song is That Awful Sound. 